Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Lucky Land Casino. Asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hey, guys. I want to thank you all for tuning in to another episode of One Objective. Uh, we had to do the intro like this because we... Forgot to hit the record button uh, when we were starting our live show. So, um, but I just want to thank you guys for tuning in. Uh, I apologize for us not doing one of these shows in a while. Uh, it's been crazy busy with business, and then uh, we had the Bassmasters Classic, which we'll be talking about that in the show. Um, and then also just we took the uh, family on a vacation. We've been working a lot, so we we thought we deserved or they deserved for us to take them out on a vacation since we've been so busy. So, um, but other than that, guys, if you don't mind giving us a rating on iTunes, and I uh, hope you enjoy the show. Thank you. Also, go and donate at SaveJT.com. And if you just want to donate, and you you know you can't, you don't want to fish a tournament or, or won't be able to fish a tournament. But the tournament's all month long, starting July first all the way to uh, July thirty first. So I couldn't remember if it was thirty or thirty one days in July, <laughs> but uh, but all the way to July thirty first. So um, they're taking your best five uh, and get your catch board here. You can go to oneobjectivebf.com if you ain't got one. Get you one of them and enter in this event. There, we we are sponsoring an event. There's a lot of other great companies that are sponsoring this event. So uh, make sure that you you know get entered in this. They're doing a lot of prize giveaway stuff. Um, I I I, know, I wish I knew a little bit more about it, but uh, you can go on to Kayak Bass Nation's Facebook page, and Ryan Lambert did a whole video talking about it. It's a really good video. Make sure you go in there and check it out. If you need more information, reach out to Ryan Lambert and them. Uh, he can give you all the information he needs uh, for this. So kudos to you guys for putting this together. Also, kudos to all the guys that have entered in this event or donated to this event. Uh, it's just awesome to see this community come together and, and make this happen. So um, really happy with that. But, um, but Chris, um, everything's sounding good so yeah, far? Sounds on good. Yeah, So, I mean, we ain't done this in a while, and everything's starting up good, you oh, know? Yeah. So that's good. I'm I'm happy. Yeah. I'm happy for that. <laughs> so, um, but also, guys, before we get this show started, I want to thank some of our great sponsors that have really helped us out uh, through the years and and have been with us since you know practically day one. Uh, Missile Bates is one of them that has been with us since day one of this thing. Also, Bob's up the Creek Outfitters. Uh, he he's a big supporter of ours. And, uh, he, you know, he, he's a big kayak shop here, and uh, he, he's got one in Manita, and he's also got one in Amherst. Um, pretty much everything you want that you need kayak-wise, he's got. So if he don't have it in one shop, he'll have it the other. If not, he can get it. So make sure you go check out Bob's with the Creek Outfitters. Uh, also, I want to thank Bonafide Kayaks, uh, Native Watercraft, uh, Missile Baits, Yak Attack, Falcon Rods, Baino Power, um, Acucol, and power pole guys i want to thank all you guys that have helped us out it's very appreciative very appreciative of everything y'all have done for us it's hard in this day and time now to especially with the way things are and we'll talk a little bit more about that about texas here in a little while uh is you know trying to keep sponsors or sponsored dollars and and all that's going away you know on some things so uh things are starting to come up but like I say just um trying to get things and getting product and all that um it's kind of tough and we'll talk about that with texas and all that but uh before we get too far um we got about what a minute chris yeah uh, you want to go ahead and call mark let's go ahead and get him on let's see if we can work through the skype stuff hopefully that's working good yeah and uh and get him on and talk with him and and talk about his big win all right, guys, right before we get our guests on, let's thank one more sponsor of the show, Athletic Brewing Company. You probably already know that Athletic Brewing brews delicious craft beers that are just happen to be non-alcoholic. But that's not the only way that they make a positive impact. 
through their Two for the Trails program, they donate 2% of the sales to maintaining trails and parks that are often underserved due to government budget shortfalls. These spaces are at the center of getting outside, being active and mindful, and creating memories with friends and family. And while you're enjoying their beer, check out their podcast, Without Compromise, where they visit with athletes, founders, adventurers, and entrepreneurs who would not settle for less than their crazy ideas, and how dedication to a healthy, active, and productive lifestyle has driven their personal success and positively impacted others. Now, on to our guest. How you doing, Mark? Doing all right. Man, I really appreciate you taking the time. Chris is going to build up your scene here. It's probably going to look funny on your end for a little bit, Uh, but Chris is building up your scene here for the show. Uh, we're live right now, man. But uh, I, like I said, I really want to take, thank you for taking the time to come on. I know you said you're uh, coaching some softball games tonight. No, I've got my uh, men's league tonight. So. Oh, oh, okay. I got yeah. you. So you're playing tonight. <laughs> Probably 20 minutes or so. I'll be moving, walking, and talking. So. I got you. No, like I say, we, we won't keep you long. I know you're busy <laughs> and uh, – like I say, you, you got a lot going on. You don't even you don't even be worried about no fishing. You're gonna hit. You're gonna play some softball. So, <laughs> well, man, like I said, I want to congratulate you. I'm sorry it took so long to get you on our show. We haven't done a show in forever, um, so it was good to have you. We wanted to have you as our first guest, getting back into it. Um, but yeah, man, I, I appreciate it. And um, let's talk a little bit about it, man. Let's kind of dig into it because you ain't got a lot of time. I know a lot of people's heard your story, but I want to hear it again. Uh, we did an interview with you, and um, and and like I say, guys can go on YouTube and check that out. But let's talk a little bit about your practice because Possum Kingdom threw a curveball at all you guys uh, for this event. So let's talk a little bit about your practice and 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 the conditions changing for you. Yeah, definitely. Um, is my camera working? Yes, sir. Yeah, we got you. Okay, it's lag on my end, but. Um, practice man uh so i got to go before they cut off water access um it was like a month before the tournament or whatever it was but i got to go the day before the cutoff date um the water was nice and clear um i was able to fish normal typical clear water the water temperatures were like 75 77 so the fish were still spawning coming into post spawn and uh, Boston Kingdom is one of the last lakes to spawn in Texas. Usually it's a colder lake. Um, so got to do that. And then going into the actual pre-fishing the week of, when I got there Sunday, man, the water was, the main channel was muddy and the coves were stained up. Um, it's not typical of Boston Kingdom. Um, it's usually gin clear. So um that was that was intense getting to see that and see how that goes um i started out uh sunday in the state park uh the main channel was really muddy out there but the coves weren't that bad all around the state park and down down the lake um i was able to pick up a few fish nothing of size nothing to write home about so i mean it it was I, i went prepared for a lot of clear water stuff and ended up switching back over to my normal Texas stained water fishing, a little bit of chartreuse, a little bit darker colors, stuff like that. So, yeah. Now let's talk about let's talk about your your spot that you found. And was that did you find that during practice, or was that something you discovered, you know, on day one of the tournament? Um, no, uh, the actual spot itself I discovered day one of the tournament, but the area that I fished. Um, it, I, I, I'll fish there every now and then it's usually a third spot that I could hit. Um, it's not my number one or number two, number one and number two were blown out by the mud water in the main channel. Um, they're both, they're, they're islands out in the main channel of the river. So they're, they're pretty much unfishable. I didn't even bother going out there. So I had gone to, uh, um, everybody knows where it is now, but it's the bluffs Marina on, uh, it's about mid lake and, uh, Went there on Monday, and I fished the area. Went down to Hell's Gate and fished there. Um, and I and I had caught some quality fish. It was just really spaced out, nothing consistent, um, consecutive in certain areas. It's like one fish here, two hundred yards down the bank, maybe another fish, something like that. Um, so I wasn't completely sold on it. Um, and then on Tuesday, I hit another spot and wasn't very impressed with it because the entire field was fishing there. <laughs> So 
tournament day, I, I just went to the bluffs. Those were the best fish I'd seen. So I was like, this is where I'm going to go. Um, so day one of the tournament, man, um, I literally grinded all morning for four little fish. My biggest at the time was 17 and a quarter. And then I had a 14, a 13, and a 12 um, by one o'clock. Wow. So I uh, headed back towards the boat ramp. And there's a bluff wall there that usually holds a fish or two. And I was going to plan on fishing that. But uh, Justin Faircloth was sitting on it. So I was like, yeah, whatever. You know, tournament's almost over. I'll just maybe go down here a little ways and just look. And uh, I had, you know, pretty much given up. And then I was passing the boat ramp. And I saw a fish popping on it. And I was like, well, you know, I'll, I'll go over there and make a cast. And uh, and I did. And I caught a striper. And I was like, well, that was cool. Pretty big. It was about seven pounds. Um, I was like, that was neat. I was like, let's make another cast. So caught a sand bass. Made another cast. Caught a sand bass. I was like, well, I mean, I may lose the tournament, but I'm about to have some fun here if all these <laughs> fish are stacked up like this. So that's pretty much what I was going to do. And I made a bad cast off to the left and, and i think i keep saying it was a 19 but i want to say it was the 20 inch is either a 19 or a 20 inch bass hit and got it to the boat and i knew 20 inches at 57 inches was going to put me towards the top 30 to be able to cash a check and that was kind of my goal going into the tournament because I, I didn't have anything consistent to say yeah i have a chance at winning this and uh i got that fish to the boat got a measure got his picture taken Made another cast, caught another good bass, made a couple more casts, caught a sand bass, caught another really good bass. And then I was like, man, I'm a, there's fish here. So I kept fishing. I got another 20 and a half inch to the boat and another 19 or something like that. And all in the last 30 minutes of the tournament went from having a horrible day to putting up 97 inches. So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah it was it was phenomenal to watch like we were we were getting ready to go to the expo and we we're just kind of pulling them up and we we're checking through today because a good friend of ours casey reed and you know casey uh, yeah he you know we were we were following him old virginia boy and then uh jason hensley and all of them so we, we're following all these guys and like all of a sudden you see some of these numbers coming in like some of these guys are getting toward getting on them towards the afternoon or just putting them up you know and, yeah um, and it was just crazy to watch like i know when we first woke up and the and the the what was already on the board was crazy. Yeah. Um but I'm you know, kinda going into day two, you know, I woke up, checked my phone like eight o'clock in the morning, and you guys are killing them. I mean, y'all are y'all have caught a bag already, you know, and I mean that's kinda going into your day one, man. I mean, you you know that where you're putting in at, you're gonna be fishing right there. You ain't gonna have to go nowhere. Yeah, I didn't have to go anywhere. Um and uh, I had told Brian and a couple other people about it, and Justin knew. Um, I saw Justin that morning of day two and uh, told him. Uh, he's like, so you going to fish the boat ramp? I was like, yeah, I'm going to fish the boat ramp. I'm going to stay right here. And he was joking with me. He goes, you want me to put my live scope on and see if they're still there? <laughs> and I was like, no, man, I just I want to leave it be, let it, let it sit till it's time. And 6 o'clock hit. Made a couple casts, didn't get hit. Made the next cast, and boom, caught a 24-inch nine-pounder. Oh, and uh, it was a little under nine. It was it was a good fish, and uh, it's enough to round up. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, caught it, and then I started shaking. I was like, oh, my God, my day is about to be epic. I was like, if these fish are still here, and they're all 20s and 19s, and now a 24, I was like, I'm going to – I'm gonna break 100 inches. Like I have a chance at maybe winning this tournament. Yeah. And I just kept fishing and fishing and upgrading and upgrading and upgrading. Um, I think I caught a five plus ten on that I actually turned into Tourney X, um, including a little five and a half inch perch that I caught on a drop shot. <laughs> uh, but yeah, man, um, I just stayed on that boat ramp all day. I'd leave and for a minute and come back and hit it again and. Man, yeah, the first two hours of that tournament were completely insane. Um, that was just, it was an epic moment in my fishing career for that. Was there was there a moment, you know, when they cut the leaderboard off, was there a moment where you're kind of like, man, you know, he could, you know, Joe could still catch these things and, and, and catch me. I mean, was there, 
Would you be oh. confident when you come in like I got this? No, no, I wasn't confident that I caught that I won it. Um, when I called out my last nineteen or the twenty one, I was like, "Oh my god, dude!" Like, <laughs> there's nothing else I can do to win this tournament. Yeah, and I was like, "I think I have what it takes to win it," but I also knew Joe was on really good fish. Um, he put up one hundred and seven day one. He had already put up a limit day two when I got a chance to look at the leaderboard. Um, and he had some quality fish there and a couple little ones that he needed to call, but I knew he had them in his area to do so. So I, I was not very confident. Um, lucky land casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky, lucky in line at the deli, I guess. Aha. In my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Then we had to wait a whole day. Yeah. To find out who won. So I was a complete nervous wreck. Um, it... It wasn't fun at all having to wait like that. Um, and I went out to dinner that night, uh, Thursday night, with Ryan Lambert and Joshua Evans. And uh, they they were over in Joe's area and hanging out with him. They kind of saw what he caught and what he had. They didn't have exact numbers, but Lambert's like, I can't tell you, dude. I don't know. He goes, it, it, it's going to be super close, like super, super close. Yeah. And, and when we're, so, talking, we're talking close, guys, we're talking – a half inch. Half oh, inch. Yeah. yeah. And uh, day one, um, one of my 20 and a half inch fish uh, did not get accepted because I ended up taking a video of the fish instead of a picture. Oh, man. And no way for Tourney X to pull a slide out of that video with a timestamp and everything on it. And uh, so I would have had 99 day one instead of 97. And then on day two, Joe caught a one-inch deduction for an open mouth fish. So, yeah, yeah. it was it, either way. It was going to be a tight tournament, no, no matter which way it played out. But yeah, half an inch is what got me there. Yeah, Chris, you say we got a question. Yeah, Josh, Joshua Evans says to tell Mark. I said, "What's up, ugly?" <laughs> <laughs> so yeah. So, I mean, mainly you were, I mean, what was your primary bait? I mean, you're talking about cranking, and, and I've seen the pictures on Bassmasters, but what was the main bait that caught them all for you? So, um, I'm sponsored by Excite, and unfortunately, um, it wasn't one of his. He, does, he doesn't have a deep diver at the moment. It's in production. Um, they just got done designing it, but uh, I was having to throw a uh, 5XD and a 6XD in Sexy Shad. I got you. That's a that's a hard to beat color right there. That's a no matter where you go in the country. <laughs> and, and what's funny is my spot was really muddy on day one and two, so the color I don't think the color mattered at all. I think they were just so stacked up there that I because I was casting up to zero feet and I was dragging it down to about twelve to fifteen. Yeah. So all in all reality, I was just making a whole hell of a lot of noise in front of their faces. Yeah, it was reaction I, bites. It, it was all reaction bites because they were just chomping on it like hard. And when I say, like I've set hooks using crankbaits before, and I've set hooks on some big fish. These fish ranging from 17 inches to 24 inches. Every one of those black bass, when they hit that bait and I set the hook, it was like setting it into a bag of concrete. <laughs> it was insane. Yeah. That's when your arms hurt when you come off of water that day, you know. I'm yeah, gonna, you know. <laughs> I was I was beat down. Like I do a lot of punching and flipping, and I that's my fishing style that I like, um, and that will wear you out doing it all day. Um, but yeah, I was extremely exhausted coming off the water that day. Uh, Daniel Lyons was on the ramp with me. Um, he had he helped me load my kayak up and everything, and uh, it yeah I, I was just beat down and tired. Yeah. Well, let's talk. Look, you, you go up on stage, and you know, I know, like, that's something a lot of guys dream about going up on the stage for the Bassmasters Classic. You're up there, you're in contentions to win this thing. I mean, are, are you, 
I know, like you know, you, you were you were very tearful. You know what I mean, and and and, and yeah. as you should be, because it's exciting. If you're not, this is not sport for you. Um, what's going through your mind, man? Like, I mean, you're standing up here. You know, you're the next two. I mean, are, how are you keeping it together? Um, not very well. <laughs> <laughs> I wanted to cry every time I hugged one of the other competitors or shook their hand after they accepted their awards. Um because I knew it was closer and closer to finding out if I was going to be the champion. And uh, I, my son was there. My dad was there. Well, my oldest son was there. My dad was there. My wife was there. My DFW friends were there. Um, people that had fished the tournament and come out to support me. People, people, people that did fish it. it. And, and from the from DFW, the DFW area, area that I fished with on a regular basis, basis. They, they were there. And, and mainly, mainly, I was like, I was like they wanted me to win. I wanted to win. And it was just a lot of emotion going, you know, I'm going to win in front of all my friends. And I don't, being on the stage, I think it changed my mindset a little bit to like, no, I might not have won to, you know, I really think I won this tournament. I think I have enough that I beat him. And... I don't know. I don't know. It was just, it was just something about this tournament, this tournament from, the from the time I knew I was going, like when it was all set in that I was going to fish the tournament. Like, you know, like, you know playing it out in my head, like walking across the stage to seeing the trophy at the captain's meeting. Some feeling in the back of me was like, you know, that trophy's going to be yours. And, you know, and like I was on another podcast earlier, The Mindset. And, I, and I, told I told him, I was like, I'm not a serious, serious tournament, tournament angler. I don't take I don't this very seriously. So for me to be up on that stage at that point in time, um, and I'm not an emotional person, yeah. but I had so many emotions running through me. It was, it was intense. Yeah, for sure. I know just talking with you backstage and seeing you talk with other guys and, and talking with Bass and doing your interviews, you can see it. You know what I mean? Like it was still it was there, but it ain't set in yet. You know I mean? It probably took it a while. It took you a couple of days, like for this thing to sit in and, you know, and I just won this thing. But, uh, what'd y'all do afterwards? There's pictures of you and Ryan Lambert and some beer. And I mean, I'm sure y'all partied up pretty good afterwards. We did. And, you know, big shout out to Ryan. Um, he gave up his chance at AOY and his, and his club in Tennessee to stay and celebrate with me that night. Um, he was actually uh, about an hour outside of town after the weigh-in and called me. He was like, hey, man, I'm coming back. We're going out to Billy Bob's. I was like, cool, <laughs> me and Laurel meet you there. And uh, actually, no, that was before weigh-in. He, he wasn't even going to come to the to the awards. He went out with me Thursday night. And then that was kind of like our celebratory, like, hey, man, you had a hell of a tournament type thing, whether I won or not. And he left Friday morning and came back to uh, to the weigh-in, which was cool. And then we went out Friday night, uh, me and my wife, Ryan, uh, Dylan, and a couple other people were there. Um, and Josh, uh, no, Joshua was there Thursday night. He didn't make it back Friday night. But, yeah, we went to Billy Bob's, and uh, we had a great time, partied it up. Um, some of his buddies were in town. Um, they did not allow me to buy a single drink myself. They forced <laughs> me to use their tab, so that was really nice of them. Yeah, um, my wife and I well we got to meet uh, Brantley Gilbert, so that was cool. Oh um, wow, yeah, that is cool. Time. So he was up. So yeah, I guess he was up there uh, he, during that weekend. He was, yeah, he was up there. Uh, he was up there Saturday for the the Saturday, the Friday night concert and Saturday night, I believe he was doing both nights. Yeah, no, that's cool, man. That's awesome. Um, well, man. I don't want to keep you much longer. I know you're on a time restraint. You're going to go play some softball. I appreciate you taking the time to uh, take our call and, and, and kind of talk with us. And, uh, like, big congratulations to you, man. It's awesome to know that, really, I know that, you know, they had an event last year, but you were the first true, I guess, champion qualifying to get to it and all that and to, and to win it. So, uh, big congratulations to you, man. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. And a uh, huge shout-out to Old Town. Um even though it wasn't the Bassmaster Classic last year, um, my old town teammate uh, Jim he won it last year. Yep. Old Town reigned supreme again this year with me winning it. So a huge shout out to them as a company for making phenomenal boats that we can competitively fish out of and win these big tournaments. So yeah, yeah, y'all are y'all are uh, putting a hammer down on everybody right now, Old Town team. <laughs> trying to, trying to. I mean, we we got some really good anglers on the team. Um, Jim, Casey Reed, of course. 
he's always finding himself near the top top end of tournaments. So, yeah. Um, so and we got the Bacas and uh, you know a couple other guys on there that Roy Grubb, a lot of good anglers. Yeah, for sure. Y'all got a good team, man. Well, Bud, I really appreciate it. Uh, y'all have a have a, a safe time and have fun and good luck at your softball game. And uh, we'll be talking to you later, Bud. Man, I appreciate it. Thanks for having me on, guys. Thank you so much. You have a good one. Bye. All right, bye. All right. Sorry about Deco, guys. I know Chris had you had some issues there. We forgot to cut something off there, but um, but hopefully, hopefully, it ain't too bad. I think we might be able to work something out uh, when we go back and put it on yeah, iTunes. I forgot but... to turn it off when I, when he come on. Oh no, it's all right. It's all right, hey, man. It wouldn't be a show if we didn't have something go wrong. Would oh it? yeah, yeah. I mean, it's, it, that's the only way. It, that's the only way it makes it a good show. We had to try what three times to get Facebook to work. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's how it is. So, yeah, you live and learn. But, um, but yeah, I mean, man, it was it was really awesome to be there and watch all this go down and um, meet a lot of the guys that we talked to over Facebook and Instagram and and all that. And be down there in Texas, and uh, it was just fun to be back in an event. Also, after COVID, you know, I mean, it's just to go down to Texas and not have the whole mask thing and, and all that, you know what I mean? Like, it's just a, it just feel good. I like being down there for yeah. that. So, um, um, but to also be back in an event or like an expo where a bunch of fish heads can get together and talk fishing and, uh, everything's just fishing. And it, it was just, it was really awesome to do that and, uh, get out the house and, um, and you know, Fort Worth, man, like it's a, it's a crazy cool town. It's a city, shall we say, but, uh, it's a crazy cool place. Uh, I really enjoyed it down there. That's what I, that's what I say. I, I would love to move. I don't know if I'd like to move exactly in Fort Worth. Dallas was pretty cool, which is Fort Worth is right beside Dallas. Uh, but just the lakes everywhere. And all the lake. Chris, we went to the Bass Pro Shops down there in Dallas. Yeah. All right. They've got two of them. One's like, looks like northern Dallas, and one's, I guess, on the eastern side of Dallas. And when you walk through the doors and you look straight, it's a the whole side of the building's on the glass. Huh. And you're looking out over a lake. I, I don't know if you've seen the pictures on our Facebook or not. But yeah, you sent me a picture of it. Yeah, we walked out on a dock, and you turn around and look at bass. So, like, if you're out there fishing, and you need something, which you know most bass pros, I don't know if if you've noticed, Chris, most bass pros around here don't carry everything. No. They don't have... Here lately, they ain't had much of anything. I've been very disappointed in the Bass Pros here lately. I'm just going to admit it. Yeah, they, um, they've been lacking. Yeah, and, and I do get it of product shortages and all that stuff. But, man, we went down there into that one, and they had everything. Everything you needed. Maybe that's why there's product shortage everywhere else, because they bought it up. I don't know. Maybe. They put it all in one store. <laughs> yeah. But, man, they were loaded with tackle. And it was just, you know, I mean, from just anything you wanted. Crankbait, soft plastics, terminal tackle... They had it. Now, I will say the one thing they didn't have a lot of was boats. There was only two boats in the yeah, whole the store. Yeah, the one in Tennessee didn't have a lot of boats either. Yeah, that's right. Y'all just went down there. What, uh, where'd y'all go? About Couple a month ago. Yeah, about a month ago. Yeah. Um, now, we stopped it. We stopped at every Bass Pro that we seen on the way down. Uh, except unless it was too late. You know what I mean? We didn't stop at the one right there at Birmingham. Yeah. Um, I think we stopped at it on the way back through. I can't remember. But... We didn't, anyways, we didn't, no, we didn't stop here. We didn't stop here. But we did stop at a Bucky's. I'm going to tell you what, guys. I'm not normally one to get over, overly excited on things, and um, especially like gas stations. But I'm going to tell you what, if you ever go down and you're going out through Alabama or Louisiana or Texas, you got to stop at a Bucky's. You just got to. I just was just in, you know, I was really impressed at just how many gas pumps they had at this store. It was just insane. Uh, they had anything and everything. If you do could, if, if there was something they didn't have, you know, I mean, I'm not, I don't think you'd go into Bucky's and not find anything that you needed. You know what I mean? Like yeah. you're going to walk out with something. I promise you. Uh, it was very impressive. Did you get a t shirt? I did not get a t shirt. I should have. Uh, I could have bought me a pair of swimming trunks. I could have bought underwear. I mean, they had everything with Bucky's on it. Uh, but I did get some beef jerky. Uh, Bucky's beef jerky? Bucky's beef jerky. Oh. They got a spot. You go into Delhi over there where they have like racks of their own jerky. Oh, wow. And then you can you just buy it by the pound. And it's like big chunks of jerky, like huge What's chunks. Like 
$65 a pound. I, I can't remember what it was. It was pretty expensive stuff, though. But uh, And then you can go over and just buy the bag, you know, like like what you would buy, like a Jack Link's bag in or you know what yeah. I mean, like the big bag. Yeah. So we bought a couple of those. And then they had the Bucky's, oh, man, what do they call them? Thing? Bucky Bites or something like that. It was like, uh, oh, man, I can't, like cinnamon, it's not Cinnamon Toast Crunch, uh, Cinnamon Crunch or something. I can't remember the cereal, but it's like. Cinnamon Toast Crunch. Well, it's kind of, you know, you know what it kind of reminds me of? like Pops. No, Pops didn't have any cinnamon in it. Uh, but yeah, but it was like just the texture of it. You know what I mean? Oh, kind of okay. like that. But it was a little bit bigger. And it was a cinnamon type cereal, though. And I can't think of the name oh. right now. With the frog. What's the one with the frog? Oh, uh, oh man. What's it? Corn crisp, crisp crunch or something. Crisp, I yeah, yeah, I can't remember. Anyways, you know what I'm talking about. Yeah. It was like those, but bigger. And man, they were delicious. They were they were really good. So we're going back down to Texas, me and my wife and the family, uh, to visit a friend. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. And we are going to go down to, I think it's San Antonio. So I'm like, look, we're stopping by Bucky's on the way down. I'm just saying. Honey Smacks. Honey Smacks. There we go. There go. That's what it kind of reminds me of. It was like a big thing of Honey Smacks. Yeah. But uh, phenomenal, phenomenal food. Um, but, but yeah, man, it, it was a blast. We had a good time. Um, the one thing, you know, the one thing about Texas that got me, well, the expo, not Texas, uh, the expo they got me was, I don't think it was really fun for the fans. And I can tell you why is there was hardly anywhere you can buy tackle in there. There was one guy in there that was outside in the horse barn, which sucked. I mean, it was horrible, dude. Uh, I know Missile Bates. We went over and hung out with Shannon and John and all them for a little while, and Andrew and all, all them guys. And, dude, there's flies everywhere. What they did was they took a horse barn, and these barns I'm talking about are huge. Like, horse riding is huge down there. You know what I mean? Horse riding, bull riding. Yeah. <clears throat> it's Fort Worth, man. It's cowboy country. And so these these huge, huge barns... And all they did was take and scrape out the cow crap or horse crap and the hay and straw and pressure wash the concrete and put rugs down, you know? And it smelled like poo-poo. <laughs> bad. It's some bad poop, man. Oh, man. It flies everywhere. They finally got some fans in there, and we're cutting the fans on, like, and cooling fans. Yeah. But it was, it was just, I don't know, man. It was horrible with the smell. I felt bad for the vendors in there. It was hot as crap. Where the some of the food was out there, you know what I mean? Like you just didn't want to eat nothing out there. Yeah. There was so many flies. Um, so we went inside, and if you was not a big rep for bass, you know what I mean, like a big sponsor of bass, like Toyota, yeah. all the bass boat companies, all that, you didn't get an air conditioner, you didn't get a tent. So, um, but there was one place inside that was selling because we went down there with the intentions of finding some. Reels. We wanted some new spinning reels, and we wanted to spend a little bit of money on some better reels. We've always owned Cardinals and all that. Nothing's wrong with them. I mean, you know, I've been throwing Cardinals for years since I out of high school. Uh, I still have some of the reels originally that I've been throwing. Oh yeah. And uh, we just we just wanted some new spinning reels. So, anyways, on the way down to Bass Pro, you know, on the way stopping to Bass Pros, no one no one had them. No one had no Revos. Uh, we wanted some Revo SXs or. STXs or um, and all that, so nobody had them. And so, anyways, we go in there, look, and they had a, about the only company in the whole entire expo had Revo spinner reels and bait casters and all that. Uh, Berkeley baits, you know, anything you really wanted, lose all that stuff. And we ended up buying, uh, let's see, we ended up getting four a piece uh, on our reels. And then you can take them over to Berkeley and you get them to spool it with some of the braid. And then we went and for every reel you bought, you got an Abu Garcia hoodie. Oh, wow. So I ended up getting me and uh, the kids and the wife an Abu Garcia hoodie. And I'm trying to explain to my wife. I'm like, look, babe, they give us these hoodies. You know, we didn't pay none for them. 
And she was like, how much did you pay for them? I'm like, we did not pay nothing for them. They give us the hoodies. And she's like, no, I know you paid something because you had to buy something <laughs> to get to. I'm trying to be all nice and like make it like, look, man, they give them to us. Yeah. But it didn't work, you know. My wife knows. I used to buy Snap-on tools. And when, you know, they give you a hoodie or a, I'm not a hoodie, but a, 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 a beanie or something, you've, you've bought some tools. You know what I mean? So uh, when I gave her a snap on uh, beanie one time, she's like, "How much money did you spend on tools?" I was like, "No, they give me that. They just give me that, babe." She goes, "I know they don't just give you stuff just to come on a truck. You got to buy stuff." So, <laughs> so anyways, that uh, that's how that went with the whole hoodie deal uh, and getting some hoodies. But getting back to it, there was if you didn't get there on day one of the expo, you it was slim pickings for day two and day three, like with Berkeley crankbaits, all that stuff. Yeah. There was just nothing there. Like it was, I don't, they're giving all the Academy sports is giving away all these buckets when you walk in the door, but I don't know what people are going to fill them up with. I mean, they give away koozies and someplace give away hats and, you know, some shirts here and there, but I just, I, I don't know, man. I know, I know the industry right now is low on product. Um, I'm really worried about ICAST coming up and what's going to be coming out at ICAST. I just I don't think there's gonna be a lot, you a know. New Yeti cooler. Yeah, I'm not sure there's gonna be a uh, new color. The new yeah, color. The new new color. New Flamingo color. pink or something. I don't know. You don't. Know I you think mean? they already have one of those. Do they yeah, really? I think so. <laughs> well, I just kind of come off of that. I didn't even know they actually had that I, color. It's a new color. No, it's like, no. The new color is orange. I'm sorry. Oh, they, they actually do have a new color coming out. Is that what you're talking about? No, they they already come out with it. Oh, okay. It's orange. I got you. I got you. Or something like that. But yeah, it just it was not much. Um, it was slim pickings. I don't know if any of you guys are listening, uh, if y'all have, if y'all went to it or or anything like that. It was just it was very. I don't know. I just don't think it was as fun for the fans this year. I know we're just getting over COVID. I know that um, you know, like say the the way the industry is, nobody's got anything, so they can't have it so much. You know what I mean? You can't Abu. Or, or um, Berkeley or, or Zoom or, you know, all these companies can't come down and set up if they can't even get their stuff to their dealers, you know. So I get that. Um, but it was just kind of, like, disappointing, you know. There was nothing new, really, that came out. They did do the releases of the boats, the Rangers and the Nitros and the Tritons. Uh, we got those videos up. Y'all want to check them out. Um, $900,000 a piece. <laughs> yeah. yeah. You know what's crazy, though? Like, Ranger listed it as... I don't know. I think it was $72,000 or something like that, as is, with power poles, graphs, and all that. Finance it for 45 years for $150 a month. Yeah, that's what I'm saying, man. Anybody can get a boat. But then you go over to Triton, okay? And theirs was the highest. They were like, I can't remember what it was, dude. $79,000, $80,000, something like that. It it was on up there. All right, then you go over to the Nitro, which is right behind it. You know, we all know that's all Johnny Morris stuff. You know what I mean? So. Uh, and the nitro didn't have power poles. It really didn't have that good of grass on it. And that boat was cheaper than the Triton, but cost more than a Ranger. And I just wasn't real. Um, it was a nice boat, but I just really wasn't impressed with that boat compared to like the other one. You know what I mean? Like they could have done. It's like they skimped on some stuff. You know what I mean? That's just my feeling, you know, and I could be wrong, but that's just my feeling. I feel like the skimp. Chris Cable wants to know what ICAST product are you looking forward to seeing? I don't even know what's coming out. You know, I, I know there's some new, maybe some new boats coming out. Um, you know, kayaks, maybe, I don't know. I don't know if they're going to happen because a lot of these guys can't even keep up with the production they got going on right now. So I don't know. Maybe there is some new and stuff, but I don't know. What are, what are you guys looking forward to coming out this year? I mean, I know there's a couple new baits that might be coming out, but, from what I heard, is some big, some of these big companies are pulling out, you know. So I don't, I don't know. Um, I just want to see something new. I don't, I don't even have nothing in particular I want to see or excited about because I really don't know what's coming out, you know. Big Starns, Bonafide and uh, Native Kayaks is what they we're using now. What's that? Big Starns want to know what kayaks we're using now. Oh, oh yeah, Bonafide and Native. Yeah. Um, we're you know we're with big adventure so we're we're running both brands um my my titan 10 i mean not my titan 10 my titan 12 is my lake boat and then i got my 127 that i've been that'll be my river boat you'll have to ask Brittany if she'll let me wear that hat in a wedding what's that 
The cowboy hat. Brittany's dad asked me, "Was that, was that uh, my wedding hat laying on the desk?" Yes, yes. <laughs> I'll let you. That would the pit vipers, Chris. You've got to do it. Yeah, I don't think Brittany would be very be very happy about that though. But look, look. Now I don't know how it's all going to go down, but just hear me out. What is she going to say? <laughs> she op- they open the doors, or she comes around the corner, and you got the hat on the pit vipers. She's going to be mad. She going to say anything then? Oh, she might be pretty mad. I don't know. <laughs> I'd say she probably would be. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, I, I don't know. You know, maybe we need to have this conversation with her and just fill it well, out. She's probably watching, maybe. She might be. She's she upstairs. Yeah. Yeah, she's hanging out with the other wife right now yeah. as we're plotting and scheming down here to yeah. see how this is going to go. Yeah. But I think that that would be an awesome idea. And look, I will I will loan you the hat, Chris, if you need it. Okay. So just, just know that the offer's out there. All right. Well, we'll... We'll run it through her, but run, run it by her, but I don't think she's going to be very happy about it. <laughs> but you know what? I am excited about this hat. It's the 4th of July coming up. And I got an awesome outfit. Chris, you got an outfit that you're oh, putting yeah. together. I, I'm excited. We're going to take some pictures. There's going to be some pictures had. We're going to have a good time for 4th of July, and we're going to get too wild and crazy, but yeah. just, you know, just a good time with friends and family and some fireworks, and I'm excited, man. I'm excited to get everybody together and have a good time. So... Um, let's talk a little bit about... Clay says Berkeley's new Little General looks good. Little General. You know, I haven't... It's a Ned Maxent. Oh, yeah, the new Maxent stuff they got. I'm going to tell you what, that stuff is pretty dang awesome. I ain't going to lie. I mean, I'm a big thrower of of missile baits, and, you know, I throw other brands, Robo Worm, Guggins, all that. I throw everything. I throw it all. But, uh, that new Berkeley Maxent stuff, Chris, I don't know if you have had an opportunity to really... I got somebody to show you. Yeah, you have to show it to me. And just the smell on it, man, is like phenomenal. Big Starnes wants to know when you're planning coming, planning on coming to fish Lake Chickamauga. Lake Chickamauga. I don't know. Man, I'd love to come down there again and fish it. We fished it last year. Um, I would love to fish it again in its prime. You know, like you know, is is May? Is it is that its prime? Is June? You know, like I mean, is there something I need to schedule for next year? Because like. I know that's a big fish factory, but when we went down there, we caught it at the worst possible time, um, and, and the weights wasn't there. You know what I mean? Well, the fish wasn't there, shall we say. Um, but, yeah, I, I would like to do that. Uh, but, like say, I say, right now we're planning on fishing the Bass Nation uh, kayak series uh, up in La Crosse. That's the plan right now. Not 100%. Wisconsin? Yeah. Yeah, we're going to go up there and fish old mighty Mississippi. I'm excited. That's a bucket list like uh, bucket list system, not lake, uh, that I want to fish really bad. And, you know, I just, just to, I want to go be able to go up there. I hope I can go up there and throw a frog. That's my. You got plenty of them over there. <laughs> Chris is giving me a heck because I finally get my pegboard up in here. Look, I did, look, That's we did two, hang a picture. Four, we did hang another picture. You so. Got, you got eight of them. Yeah, I got eight hanging there, and then we got a few of them in the yeah, in the box. One of every color, two of every color. Yeah, yeah, we got a couple up there. Yeah, uh, but we still got some more to put on the wall. Got I'm just, just wide selection. Yeah, yeah, we got a few more. It's got to go. Big Storm says May through July, but January through March is good as well. May through July is what he say? What was it again? May through July, but January through through March is good too. January through March, yeah. I've heard that when the Alabama rig bite gets going down there, it's pretty good. Um. But yeah, so we're looking at fishing that, and then we might fish uh, the Bass Nation Kayak Series in uh, Upper Chesapeake. I've been looking at that. Craig says the Key Tech is one of the stinkiest baits, and also catches a lot of fish. Key Tech is a stinky bait, but it is nothing like the Maxent. I will say that. I mean, when so, it comes to smell, um, I used to really like the net baits, the pocket crawls, and that smell they had. It was almost yeah, like the a, ones that you just showed me a while ago don't smell like the old ones. Well, no. the, I don't know if it's if it's something different because you know the bag's black labeled now. I don't know if that's yeah, just something they're doing they labeled, different. Yeah, they labeled it differently. But I don't know if it changed up their their potion. <laughs> yeah, maybe. What do you want to call that? But uh, it was definitely a different. Uh, Chris Chris says the hooked up tackle has some Japan only Berkeley baits. Japan hooked up tackle Japan or only. JDM baits as they call them. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I had to check that out. You know, it's another bait that, that we I've been catching them on pretty good. And then y'all seen it. I don't know if you guys seen the night fishing video that we did, me and Alan. Um, but it's the Mikey. 
And there's a guy up there at uh, Captain's Quarters. He sells them. I don't know who he gets them from, how he gets them. I mean, I mean they're a pretty good chunk, and they're worth it. Because, I mean, it's probably he's probably paying a good chunk to get them. But I would love to be able to find out how to get more of them baits. Not the Mikey Juniors, the actual Mikey, the Jackal Mikeys. Mm-hmm. Um, I got one brand new one. That dude is tore to pieces already. I mean, man, me and uh, me and Alan went out there and caught the fire out of him. And then me and Dad went out. Uh, if you guys seen the pictures uh, on my Facebook, I think I shared them on one objective too, and went out Thursday night and caught the fire out of him, man. But I was so excited to get my dad up there on the front deck. And let him catch a bunch of them, yeah. you know. Like, I, I just kind of chilled back and laid back. My dad don't get to go out as much. He used to love night fishing. He's getting older. He's nervous to go out at nighttime, you know. I think I think that's some of it. Um, and with By himself, you know what I mean? Yeah. And, um, and to be able to go with dad and, and watch him catch some nice fish and see the excitement, um, that's how I remember it back in the day when I was a kid, you know, when my dad was catching big fish and I'm watching them and um, – and just the excitement that dad has when he catches those big fish, you know, it's, it was just yeah. fun. So big Stone says arm breaker, arm breaker. What are we talking about? Uh, Oh, check out Chickamauga. Yeah. 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 I love to get down there. And and Clay's, do Clay's wanting to know if you have any of the 70 size popping frog from Spro. Uh, no, I do not. You can't wait to try them. No, I have not got, we actually looked at some of those at some of the bass pros when we come through. Um, but you know, I've had more success on, on the booyah pad crashers. Than I have on any other frog. I don't know why, but the booyah head crashers have been big, big for me. And and James and uh, some of the other guys that, that fish the uh, lower, I guess the west or eastern lakes down there around you know our shop and all. Yeah, uh, they've been good, and that's why I like the, the colors I got sitting there. And some ones we you know we catch them off of. So, big uh, Stoner says Tennessee Valley kayak anglers of Chattanooga is having a night tournament July tenth at Chester Frost Park on Chickamauga. Oh man, that'll be fun. What I want to know is, what are you guys throwing down there for the bass on Lake Chickamauga at nighttime? Because I mean, you know, down here we got the sh- here we got shad spawn, so we're up on on uh, riprap throwing topwater baits and walking w- big wake baits, and you know, I, we talked to them down there. I think it's at uh, what is that uh, Fishtails? I love that tackle store, man. That was an awesome tackle store. Um, and they never really heard of throwing a thunder stick or, or, or any of that stuff. And I didn't know. I didn't know what you guys did down there for catching. I mean, I, I, from what I understand, it looked like spinnerbaits with big Colorado blades. That's what it seemed like. Um, I know y'all got a guys. You guys got a lot of grass. <laughs> Trying to find riprap. I don't. I don't know. I just didn't see a lot of riprap. But granted, a lot of the water was out. They didn't drain the lake when we got down there. So I don't know how much riprap you guys actually have. Uh, on the banks down there but yeah i was just curious how the shad spawn was down there and how how you guys caught them at nighttime i think that'd be interesting to see i think it's it's cool to see each lake and how it does buzz bait swim baits big worms buzz bait swim baits big worms well hey man we like throwing big worms i mean that's you know yeah. old old mag twos and old monsters trick worms stuff like that yeah we like throwing them carolina rigging texas rigging we tried some of the uh what was that one worm we had? It was like 14-inch worm or something we tried that one year. Oh. Uh, case plastic. Yeah, that's right. Case yeah, plastic. It had the paddle tail on it. Yeah, I don't know what they called them, but they were, it was case plastic. Yeah. I don't think they even make that. I don't think cases around anymore. I don't know. You know? I don't think. Not unless somebody else bought them out. Because yeah. somebody bought them at one time. You used to be able to go down there to uh, Bobcats down there at Bugs Island and buy a bunch of that stuff. Yeah. Well, they used to sell them at uh, Sportsman's Warehouse, too. Oh, did they? Did yeah, because I, I got the Helgramites from there. Oh, okay, okay. I've never used any of them. I still got them. Have you been in that place lately? Mm, not in a while, no. And man, it was barren when I went in there. After Bass Pro and all, Johnny Morse bought them out. Oh, really? It was barren. It wasn't hardly anything in there. Like it was like, That's right. I forgot he bought them out, too, didn't he? Yeah. Yeah, he's buying, he owns everything now. Yeah. Johnny Morse owns everything. Yeah. Craig says he has the pad crashers also and he's using them for snakeheads successfully. Oh, yeah. Well, you know, look, I look at it like this. The pad crasher is a it's a good bait. And it doesn't cost as much as a spro. Now I like don't get me wrong, I like the spros, I like the looks of the spros, but when it comes to dollar for dollar, you know what I mean? Like but I also get it that's what people's confidence baits are, you know. So you got a confidence bait that costs more, you're gonna throw that. It just is what it is. And and mm. I know how I'm like that with jerk baits, you know. <laughs> Places tactical bassin had a nineteen inch worm in one of the latest videos, it was huge. 19 inch work good god you would out you'd have to use a uh 
I don't even think a seven on or, or anything like like you would have to have a trailer hook, like a stinger hook on it, like a spinnerbait hook. You know it's what like I mean? Like you'd have to stop the bait and wait for the fish to eat the worm all the way up to the hook before you could set the. Yeah, hook. I don't. I don't know. I mean, I, I guess know. I don't know. Maybe they eat it more better than we think. They, we do. they bite the man's ones. And they're like fourteen inches. So yeah. I guess so yeah, they'll eat that nineteen inch worm, man. Yeah. That's crazy. Um, how a big shout out to change change the subject here. Big shout out to Jacob Wheeler on the uh, St. Lawrence River for the MLF uh, tour event right now for the single day weight of one hundred and sixty five pounds in one ounce. Single day. Single day. How many fish? That's a lot of fish. I think I don't know how many fish yeah. exactly, but you know how you know how MLF is. They yeah. they keep totaling. Keep on, up. keep on. Yeah, but I mean that's some big smallmouth, dude. One hundred and sixty-five pounds. I know it. Jeez Louise! I mean that's that's a big sack of fish right there, uh, especially smallmouth. You know, daggone well, St. Lawrence. You know, it's smallmouth. Oh yeah. So, but um, but yeah. Anyways, that was that was insane. Um, also guys, real quick, before we let everybody get going here, make sure you go on oneobjectivebf.com, check out our t-shirts we got if you haven't got one. This one's a little wrinkly, wrinkly, sorry. Um, what but, about the weights? Oh yeah, dude. Ha! Good call, man. Have, uh, have you picked, well first, let's tell everybody about them. Yeah, and then while we're doing them. that. I ain't seen them yet. Well, there we go. Now I can see them. Yeah. So we, I'm thank you for. Thank you, Chris, for that. I even got that written down. I've already here. picked the winner too. So okay, all right, we'll get you. We'll get the winner here in just a second for the, um, for the weights. Okay. Um, but also, guys, oh, if you are tuning in here on Facebook or uh, um, um, YouTube, hit the like button if you don't mind. Um, let's get some likes up on this thing. Hit it all. Just hit it right now while we're waiting. Yeah, hit it. it. Anyways, there. It's like a starter pack. This is what we're going to be giving away. Uh, if you guys haven't noticed or paid any attention we've been posting a lot about our one objective um tungsten and we've had guys like craig uh that's on our team uh robert brown jason hensley uh we picked a few random people um that were close by uh to try out some of these tungsten weights that that we knew we were going to put them to the test jason did you see the video jason did chris no, i don't think i saw that <laughs> <laughs> he's got that thing tied on and beating it in the driveway. Oh, yeah, he's just twirling around. <laughs> yeah, he's twirling, beating the fire out of that thing. And I'm like, oh my goodness gracious, you know. <laughs> but uh, but anyways, these are never chip um, on the on the flipping weights. Um, and then we got our drop shot weights. We also got nail weights. So like, if you're doing Nico rigging or, or any of that stuff, uh, we give you options on rigging. And we're also going to have a few more odd end things that are going to be coming out here soon. Um, and we're also going to be having a few odd and end things that are going to be coming on our website very shortly. Stay tuned. I'm thinking next week um, we'll start seeing some of that trickling in. So we're excited about getting some of that stuff up. Uh, we're trying to turn one objective into a one-stop shop for anything. You know what I mean? So, oh, yeah. Um, <coughs> but anyway, stay tuned. We're going to have some stuff on that. Excited about it. Um, but anyways, we're going to pick a winner tonight. Uh, Chris, Chris has already picked it, but yeah, they're going to picked it. They're going to get a pretty much a starter pack. So it's it's a little bit of everything we got, and get you started, get you out on the water, throwing some of our tungsten weights, uh, guys. You need to check them out. Go to oneobjectivebf.com, go into our store, and then uh, click on uh, fishing tackle or tackle. I can't remember how I got it worded on it right now, but anyways, uh, go in and check that out, and let us know what you think, man. Take some pictures. Let us see some fish that you've caught using our tungsten weights. Um, <clears throat> we love to see them, love to share them on our Instagram, Facebook, all that. But anyways, Chris, go ahead and pick you a winner. Who, who we right. got? Joshua Evans. Joshua Evans. Joshua Evans won our tungsten pack. Joshua, send us a message on Facebook um, and in our, our DMs there and give us your address and all that, and we'll get these uh, shipped out to you. Uh, I appreciate you uh, tuning in with us tonight. Uh, if you haven't, if you're still not on here, we'll uh, reach out to you and get those get those to you. Um, but yeah, so that's you know check those out, guys. Like I said, we got a lot more stuff that's coming out. Chris Cable wants to know if there's going to be a one objective jitterbug. One objective jitterbug? No, sir. I I don't think we can recreate the jitterbug. I you know what I mean? Like the jitterbug's so good, it's hard to it's hard to uh, recreate the jitterbug. I'm actually going to do a little video on a jitterbug here soon. I think on some mods that I do um, to make the jitterbug a little bit better. So, but um, we got we got a few of those things gonna be coming up for night fishing and and all that stuff. So excited to get those videos up coming soon. If you haven't, make sure you go to One Objectives, 
YouTube channel and hit the subscribe button. We got some pretty cool videos going to be getting out. I'm going to do some, be doing some more night fishing. Uh, we're going to hopefully, Chris, are we going to hit the river soon? Yeah. We got to, man. Yeah. It's, it's, it's that time. It's that time and it's calling me. So uh, we need to get on the river here soon. Be shooting some river videos. Um, but like I say, guys, I, I really appreciate just, it. Just don't say nothing about how good it's been. No, I ain't going to say nothing. I ain't going to say nothing. But like, man, I tear him up here. Because yeah. every time I tell Chris, look, man, we're going to catch him. I'm on some fish right now. And we're going to catch him. And what happens, Chris? We don't catch none. We don't catch none. I jinx ourselves every time I do that. So uh, I did that with the river one time. I was like, Chris, we're going to go up here. Me and James have burned him up up here twice. And then I come by myself, burn them up. I'm like, Chris, we're going. What do we catch, Chris? Nothing. Nothing. Zero. <laughs> what the crap? I hung one big one. We watched muskies swim under our kayaks. The yeah, we did see that. That was crazy. But uh, that's when the Virginia Game of the Fishers up there was tracking them. Yeah, he was trying to look for one. The guy's like, man, there's one under y'all's boat. <laughs> like, what? We don't see nothing down there. Yeah. But uh, but anyways. But yeah, it was. Uh, we're going to get on the river here soon. I'm really excited about doing that. I think I've covered everything for tonight, Chris. I don't think I got anything else on here. Um, I got another topic, but I, I'm going to save it. Jimmy has subscribed on YouTube, and Chris Lopez has subscribed. All on right, YouTube. thanks, guys. Just Thank Jimmy, you. just one name, Jimmy. Jimmy, thank y'all. Thank y'all for subscribing. Um, also, like I say, I don't know what's been going on with our Facebook. Let us guys know, like, if you are not seeing any of our updates or stats or or or, or posts post on facebook because oh john's got a quick question what's that before you head out i have a quick one so do you use uh rod floats rod flo- oh for like the kayak yeah no i don't no. I, we don't use it i i just feel like it's gonna mess with me casting and all that you know what i mean it's yeah. not much it's not much weight but i feel like it's gonna mess with me um maybe i should on you know some things but i just i don't i don't use them um there's actually a uh, a guy out there that makes a inflatable butt section that goes on your rod. Was it like a like a life vest that hits the water and it? Yeah, like, yeah. Like a, it goes down and like it, it's got to be underwater for so long. Yeah. And then it and then it inflates and it'll come to the. But you know what my problem is like when we go river fishing and we're wading. Yeah, it goes down in and this thing is like, boom. Yeah, you know order. what I mean? Like, And sometimes we're waiting like chest deep. You know what I mean? Yeah. And like if you're reeling and it... The, of course, if you go to the river doing that mess, you need to take you a Walmart reel. Yeah, you don't take no 230 some dollar rod and reel combo set up. Yeah, you, you know go what I mean? go to Walmart and get one of the $8 ones and put you some good line on it and that'll, that'll do. Yeah, that's the main thing. Just get you some cheap cheap stuff and... and, and but, Chris Cable says he's not seeing any updates. Yeah, see, I don't know what's going on, man. If y'all, you know... Go check us out every once in a while. Like some of the stuff. Maybe it'll start getting posted back out there. I don't know what's going on with our Facebook. But I've reached out to Facebook. You know, <clears throat> I'm not saying we should get 20, 30, 40, 100,000 likes or on any of our stuff. I'm yeah. just saying when we post something, you only get one like on like a fish picture. You know what I mean? Like yeah. normally you're we're getting, you know, anywhere between 40, 50, 60 likes yeah. with 12,000 followers. You should be getting a whole lot more than that. Yeah. So uh, I don't know what's going on with the algorithm of Facebook. It's John's, junk. John said he lost a Corrado in mid-range rod one time. Ooh, yeah. Well, hey, man, I flipped a kayak. I flipped a Vibe. I had a Vibe one time, and I flipped it. And I had a couple of Karas and some Bukus. I know Bukus are not the top-of-the-line rod, but they're still a hundred-some-dollar rod. And I ended up losing those with uh, – luckily, they were just Black Maxes on the, for the reels. Um, but I lost a couple of those. That That sucked. So, um, <clears throat> some of the caras I got now and the experts and the reels I got, I would puke over the side of my boat <laughs> oh, yeah. if I lost anything right now. So, um, especially my new, uh, Zetas and STXs and Revo, uh, uh spinner reels. I'd be really disappointed if I lost any of those reels yeah, in the river. Just leave them at home on the river. Yeah. They ain't going, they ain't going to the river. They'll go to the lake. Take the old Walmart specials. Yeah. Yeah. Get the sand up in that and let it yeah. grind it in. But, um, but now, guys, man, I appreciate you guys joining in with us tonight. It was fun. Uh, it was nice getting back in the studio, planning on doing this. Look, I don't know what's going to happen next weekend because that's 4th of July weekend. Yeah. Um, but after that, I, we plan on getting back in the studio. We're finally getting it cleaned up. I'm getting it cleaned up. Uh, Chris has been helping. Get, we're getting some of the software back upright and um, and just getting pictures hung and doing this and blah, blah, blah. blah. So maybe once we get it all up, I'll, I'll do a quick little video around showing, showing the studio here. But 
you don't want to see it right now. She's still kind of trashed. But, um, but man, I, I really appreciate you guys tuning in. Uh, if you don't mind, please hit the subscribe button on our YouTube. Um, hit the like. Uh, follow us on Facebook, Instagram. Share this video if you don't mind. I'm going to pin it to the top. And then um, other than that, guys, we'll talk to you later. If you're on Instagram, tag us in those fish pictures. We like sharing them on our story and all that and getting you guys some more recognition. So, um, But other than that, guys, we'll talk to you later. Y'all have a great weekend. Have a safe weekend. Have a safe 4th of July. Please, guys, if you're out on the river doing floats, make sure you wear your life vest. We'll talk to you later, guys. See ya. See ya.